Now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis and Keith. Uh, we are your crew for Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. Okay, so we got some big news this week because Dennis is getting closer to becoming a Floridian. Is that right, Dennis? That's what the, the plan is. That is uh, the plan. He's decided he's old enough to retire to Florida. Or do you just well, want to get out of It's not that. Out. It's just snow season's coming, and I'm done. Okay. I don't want to lift another shovel of snow if I can help it. Okay. Well, all right. Yeah, yeah. no, I love snow for a day or so, and then yeah. I want to go back home to I love ice, Florida. but only in my drink. Right. But uh, the kicker is he's uh, going to live the aviation dream, potentially, and get a home on an airstrip or like a flight park type of thing. That's what you're looking at, right? Right. You remember a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned that uh, I came across an article online and you know, found that Barnstormers has a listing of air parks. And so I found a listing. We talked about it a bit. Well, I, I couldn't get it out of my head for the last two weeks. So I called the realtor and booked a ticket to Fort Myers and spent the weekend in Florida taking a look at the property. And I tell you what, I can see the appeal of living with a bunch of like-minded people that get it. You know, instead of being the weird person that owns an airplane, suddenly you're considered normal, or at least as normal as I can be considered. Okay, so as opposed to to living outside that community where you feel like an aviation nerd, I mean, let me just uh, state the obvious. That's what you're saying. Now you get all the nerds together that love aviation, and you feel like you're part of the same family. Exactly. In in fact, one of the gentlemen that I, I met there, he was talking about how your annual is going to be like $600 because you start to take your cowl off and people just show up in your hangar and help you work on it. If you need a mechanic, you throw a tool out in your yard, then A&P brings it back. Huh. Okay. Well, that, that uh, you know, falls into that category. Now, Keith, you know, he has uh, flight training professionals. You obviously hear these kind of stories from students all the time that get into, uh, you know, fly, fly in their private aircraft. And next thing you know, they want to move to an air park, right? This is a pr- pretty typical scenario for someone in their aviation life. You think? Yes, it is. It is. It's, it's just something, you know, once aviation gets in your blood, it's difficult to get it out. Yeah. We actually call it a sickness, a sickness, a fever, <laughs> a <laughs> disease. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's called AIDS. Aviation-induced divorce syndrome. Okay, good. I'm glad you spelled that out. I didn't know where you were going to go with that one. But, uh, okay, so, uh, you know, does it live up to the expectation, though, I guess is where I want to go with you, Keith, because you've seen people take this path many times uh, before. Uh, Do they get some unexpected surprises, or does it live up to the dream? I've heard both. Yeah. Um, so some people really, uh, enjoy it, but it really depends on the community that they get into. Yeah. Some flying communities are, uh, really like a community and some of them are, yeah, like uh, an HOA. Yeah. (laughs) Uh Oh, 
<laughs> yeah. And so they can get somebody who's got some major legalese going on and then it just doesn't become any fun anymore. I gotcha. Okay. So, I mean, you obviously have to get along with the uh, folks, but you know, Dennis called me after he got back from uh, this park in uh, Luxy. He flew in last week to Florida to check it out. And he was raving about the people you met because you were just planning to go look at the house and look at the community. And next thing you know, you're hanging out with a bunch of neighbors and stuff. Is that right, Dennis? Yeah, that's right. I was driving around the neighborhood. Just, you know, I wanted to see it for myself. Just, you know, instead of just looking at the one property, just kind of see how this all fits together. And, you know, everybody's got hangar doors open. People are sitting in lawn chairs in their hangar, in their hangers and talking and, uh, you know, golf carts are driving around and people are pulling up to say, you know, what's going on at so-and-so's house. And so I'm driving by and guys are wave at me. So I, I stopped and rolled down the window and started to ask him about, uh, you know, the neighborhood. And the first thing he does is grab a lawn chair and says, park your car and come have a seat. I'd offer you beer, but the ground fall tripped yesterday and the beer's warm. So sorry about that. Yeah. I mean, who does that anymore in this society? You know, that you would just, a stranger off the street, you invite him into your, your home and have a conversation. That's pretty sweet. Sounds like, um, you know, it sounds like the good old days where people weren't, uh, were leaving their houses unlocked and stuff. I mean, how, how big of a community are we talking? How many homes around this? Uh, uh, it's strip? over. I think it's just around a hundred homes. Okay. Um, I, I didn't really go and count up all the lots, but you know, it's a fairly decent little neighborhood. There's, you know, probably a dozen streets and, you know, it's everything's, you know, obviously all connected and they all share, you know, the one airport. And the nice part is it's a county owned paved runway. So, you know, you're not having to maintain a grass strip and deal with mowing the lawn and good news, the county maintains the runway. So Mm -hmm. we just have to go through a fence with your little garage door opener. Well, there you go. That sounds pretty sweet. I'm not hearing any downsides to this. Does this sound too good to be true? Keith, what do you think? No, I mean, there's, there's certainly some that are like that. And if you can find one and get into one, man, it's great. Yeah. Now, what about the house that you're looking at specifically? I mean, uh, you know, did someone, you know, die in it and there's ghosts and stuff and you're going to get it for a steal? <laughs> like or? that. Okay. No, the first one that I saw was really intriguing because it had a 60 by 60 hangar that they were constructing next to it. But the house was older. But I wanted to look at it because it was, you know, almost uh, about the same value as my house here in Minnesota. So there wouldn't be, you know, a big Delta, but I figured there's got to be a catch and it didn't live up to my, my expectations. Um, it wasn't, I could make it work, but you'd have to put a lot of effort into it. Uh, fortunately in the time that, uh, it took me to get everything arranged and come down, another property came up for sale and this one hits all of the high points. It hits both the things that I want. And the stuff my wife's looking for. Yeah. Which so is she like gets what? her pool. Okay. There you go. I was going to say. And I get my hanger. All right. So, in, in the same community or a, 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 just a yes, nearby park? Just, oh, in the same just park. down the block. Okay. So, right. yeah, everything's the same, the same people, the whole bit. So it was really. So your of, wife's going to live down the block? No, no, no. <laughs> that <laughs> no. sounds like a dream home. But you know how we were talking about <laughs> how people you just sort of hit show all the high points. Yeah. Checked all the boxes. Right. Well, you know how we said how people just, you know, invite you into their home and people just drive by and show up in open garages. Well, yeah. I'm talking to these folks and there's a, you know, a couple of guys that had come by in their golf cart and they're, oh yeah, you know, so-and-so's house is for sale. I think I know why though. The neighbor's kind of a jerk. Uh-oh. I am his neighbor. <laughs> oh, okay. 
So, you know, it's that type of people that, yeah. you, know, they, you know, maybe it's good, maybe it's bad, but they do kind of know each other's business, but it also sounds like they're very willing to jump in and help out. Uh, I talked to a number of people that said, I have learned more things. We've got so many general contractors in here that I've learned sheetrock and uh, plumbing and all sorts of things like that. If you need help, if you need a mechanic, you know, they're, they're just, you know, open your hanger door and take the cowl off. Somebody will show up. Right. So it's just really kind of cool. There's even our realtor, her husband does gas welding and is in the process of home building something like a super cub. He's got the welded up frame in the back there and he's teaching another guy how to do various types of welding for aviation. Right. So yeah, it's just really kind of cool that these people have that passion and want to share it. Yeah. So all of these people that live in this community, all of them have their own planes, every single one? Or uh, just there's about? probably a few that don't, but all of the homes are required to have a hangar. Okay. So yeah, this is a true air park uh, scenario. So they can't be all bad. If they're in aviation, we know how friendly you know aviation enthusiasts are. You know, just good with an air show. And you get that whole camaraderie type of thing going on. Uh, so I, I, you I don't have to go to the air show. It's here every day. Well, that's you know? right. You got an air show uh, in your own neighborhood. It, it does sound pretty sweet. And you got a pool, too. So now I know there, I'm definitely coming down. Are there any approaches in there? No approaches, but uh, we're right outside of uh, Fort, Miles, Fort Myers, so RSW. So worst case, you shoot an approach in RSW and then uh, you know cancel IFR and hop over the, the five miles because uh, we're just outside the outer ring of uh, RSW's Class Charlie. Okay. But the real question is, uh, you're down there uh, where the Florida stone crabs are harvested. Yes. Did, did you have some while you were down there on your visit? I didn't. You didn't. I was too busy. I spent the entire day on Saturday at the air park, which yeah. was unexpected. So. Did that get brought up by uh, neighbors? Like, hey, we usually have a weekend Florida stone crab feast. Uh, no, block but I, party. I talked to them about how I did come down in March with you and went yeah. down there. So I'm very kind of familiar with what's available for amenities on the west, uh, southwest Florida side. Okay. Uh, so you already told them about me. Did they say I was allowed to, to come and visit or did you? Uh, they they said that's them? why we have a fence uh-huh. okay. on, the, on the airport. You didn't give them too much detail is my no, point. I, okay, I tried good. to keep it, keep it down a little bit. At least bit. let me get one visit in before I'm banned. Right, Keith? Absolutely. Okay, good. Keep you out? No, no, no. They they don't know about me yet, so I'm at least allowed to visit one time. Then some bylaw then, put then in it'll, place. Then it'll go from a six-foot fence to a 12-foot fence. Yeah, something like that. All right, more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Stay close. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot, and flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. 
Flightstudentsradio.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. You can't fly. No, but until I can, I'll have to set up for piloting a plane. Let's do it. Come on, Bernie. You can't ground this eagle. It needs to soar. You know I can do this. We've come this far. Don't you be scared now. Because you can learn to This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me, along with Captain Dennis and Keith, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest aviation news and information. All right, so Dennis is looking to uh, move into an air park and uh, make his aviation dreams come true, where he can have his plane parked right next to his home and just taxi right out there onto the airport and uh, fly to his heart's content. This has been in the works for some time, but he's actually getting really close to making it happen and uh, spent some time in Florida down in Fort Myers at this uh, air park and uh, looked at a home, uh, found a home that checked all the boxes, right, Dennis? Yeah, that's right. Even the ones that my wife wanted checked. Yeah. Like a pool and, you know, I don't know what else did she want besides a pool? That's usually, that's probably about it. That's pretty much it. Yeah, exactly. So she can enjoy the Florida sun as opposed to being up in Minnesota. Where uh, you have sun, but then uh, you have the winter to look forward to or to avoid at all costs. So who knows if this is going to happen quickly. But you flew down last week to kind of scope it out, found uh, a pretty cool house. And then some people came by to, um, I don't know, visit, interview you or what? What happened? Actually, it was more me interviewing them. But I was uh, talking with some some folks in in a hangar and, you know, Eric and his uh uh, wife Katie were driving around in a golf park cart and happened yeah. to come by and, and join in as we were talking. And, you know, the, the topic of conversation turned to, uh, where's everybody going for breakfast tomorrow? Well, it turns out there's an organized flyout pretty much every Saturday morning where they head out to uh, a neighboring airport that with a fly in cafe yeah. to have breakfast. Okay. And so I was talking with our realtor later that night and she said, Oh yeah, uh, my husband would be going out tomorrow, but he's, he's got the uh, other commitments. Um, uh, would you be interested in going with? I bet I can get, you know, somebody's got space for you. I said, oh, absolutely. I'd, I'd love to go. So she made arrangements and uh, next morning I show up at the airport and I head over to uh, the uh, pilot's house 
Turns out it's the same gentleman that I had just met the night before when he rolled up on the golf cart. What a small world. What a you know, tight-knit community, right? Yeah. Or uh, is it a coincidence? Let's find out because we got Eric on the phone here on Just Plain Radio as we speak. Eric, was this planned from the beginning and just a total setup for Dennis so you could actually no, make sure he'd make the grade? Setup. This, is, uh, <laughs> this is actually how it happened. We actually thought that Dennis was uh, a relative of uh, neighbor Bill. So we stopped by, you know, we see a different car, and uh, we're a little nosy, you know. We just uh, we just ride around and have a drink on Friday night, and, you know, have fun. And uh, I was as surprised as Dennis when he showed up at my house the next morning to fly with us. All right. Well, way to cover. I, I wouldn't admit it either. But I, I, I think <laughs> uh, I'm here to vouch for him, which doesn't mean much. But you guys made a, a, a very positive impression with him. Uh, down there in Fort Myers. So tell me a little bit about this area, this air park that you guys uh, have been living. How long have you been there? I've been there for, a, it, it was a year in last May. Uh, I, I've been in Fort Myers. I lived in North Fort Myers. And uh, like like you guys said, it's a dream come true. Uh, mm-hmm. It was uh, it was our dream, but not immediate dream. And it's funny, I lived in Fort Myers for seven years, and we actually found that house when we were at Sun and Fun, it was on the billboard. Huh. And uh, we actually had a house in construction, me and my wife, in a different area in Fort Myers. And uh, my wife said that, well, I just want to look at it. I just want to look at that house. Right. And you know how it goes after that. So uh, I have a house halfway built that I built on it, and uh, we moved in the air park. <laughs> and uh, it, it, is, it is a great air park. Everybody's nice around there. And uh, you live with people that have the same passion you know everybody's got that same passion there yeah you gotta love and, that uh, and it just sounds like you guys have that uh common bond and and everybody hangs out and what does everyone have golf carts is it one of those type of communities that's a pretty common thing in the area or what there's a lot of people that have golf carts and then uh you have the people like me to have a golf cart and then you have the skinny people that stick to a bicycle right and uh i think it's a good resort but yeah. uh yeah, everybody, you know, everybody hangs out with everybody. We drive around. We're, um, me and my wife were pretty much the youngest. I think there's one younger couple in the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, uh, it's getting younger and younger, you know. There's a lot of people retiring and, you know, Got getting it. out of the, uh, you know. Well, what kind of, of uh, what kind of plane do you have? I assume you have one. Yeah, I got uh, two planes. I have one. It's a tricycle gear champ that sits in the back of the hangar that uh, I've had for about seven years. I got my uh, pilot certificate in it. And then I have a Piper Arrow uh, that I use. I've been using quite a lot more now. How do you feel about uh, Mooniacs like uh, Dennis is? A what? A Mooniac. He has a Mooney 201. Didn't you tell him this, Dennis, or are you afraid that was a deal breaker? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I love them. I, uh, I, you know, I only been flying for seven years, so I'm not too familiar with everything. Yeah. And to me, I feel like the Piper Arrow was like a good trainer for complex. Right. Um, I told my wife it is not my last airplane. So. Well, there you go. All right. So yeah, yeah. Den- Dennis is ready to move up to a bigger plane so he can fly me around to places. So Dennis might have a buyer. You think? Well, you know, I gotta, I gotta look at you know buying a house right now. So I think uh, upgrading the airplane is not going to happen ever. Oh, that's a lie. <laughs> you know, he says that now. Give him six months, tops. But uh, I don't know, your impressions of Dennis, uh, despite the fact that you heard he does this goofy little radio show called Just Plain Radio. Um, yeah, Dennis seems like a great guy. Uh, we had a fun, good conversation. 
you know, he's got a, uh, he knows his stuff and we could yeah. use, uh, we could use another CFI in the airport. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I would imagine yeah. you, you have a few of them, but yeah, you can, you can never have enough, right? That's probably a yeah, pretty Yeah, we have a thing. couple of them, but they're more like retired and, you know, uh, they do uh biannual flight, flight review for a little bit, you know? Yeah. But, uh, have a CFI, I think, uh, he would get a, a good gig out there if he wanted to. Right. But but everybody, the way you're describing it, Dennis. So there's a hangar right next to the home of most of the of most of the houses, or what? Well, most of the homes don't have a garage; they right. have a hangar instead. So yeah. you can park your cars, your airplane, your boat, whatever, right in the house. And so the property that I'm looking at has, you know, you walk down the hallway, take a left to go into the garage, but instead it's into a two bay hangar. Are there like rules, Eric? That uh, hey, you can't. Uh, fire up your plane after 10 p.m. type of stuff or like hey we're pilots we don't care or what is it yeah there's there's no real rules uh it's all about you know uh being good with the other people's but no saturday morning the, the planes fires up at 6 30 7 o'clock saturday morning uh same thing with wednesday morning there's no noise restriction you know everybody's going to be smart about it that's it yeah and, just be uh, respectful uh, you know but it's an air park you're at an airport you live on one. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. gotta love it. Yeah. Sounds like you are living the dream. Eric, thank you so much for being on Just Plain Radio. And, and Eric, uh, thanks for your hospitality last weekend. I appreciated it. Oh, it was a pleasure, Dennis. And come back anytime. We'll have fun. He has to invite me, too. So just take that for yeah, what it's I worth. I always look forward to fly with uh, more experience than me, pilot. You know, always uh, good to learn something. Okay, well, I'm going to sponge you off of that big time. All right, more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Stay close. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I've been up around the stratosphere at 31,000 feet. I'm going to fly on out of here on wings that you can't see. If you're going to fly high without fear, you're going to have to learn to love the atmosphere. And you got to learn to use those wings you can't see. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Keith and Dennis running at the crew as we navigate the latest aviation news and information. All right, enough about Dennis and his potential move to an air park. But uh, we will obviously cover that story over the coming weeks and see where it goes. And, you know, who knows? It might inspire you to follow uh, his flight path. In the future, we will have to wait and see. It's an exciting time in Dennis's aviation life. But time to talk about other things, uh, specifically when it comes to, I don't know, this this announcement about essential workers came from who? The FAA, the government, both what, Dennis? The Department of Homeland Security. Department of Homeland Security has declared what? Flight instructors are essential workers. They have reaffirmed what everybody's kind of been working under the assumption, but they've made it, you know, official in their policy. CFIs are critical. They're needed. We need to be continuing to fly to keep people trained and current and educated. And, you know, once the, once the economy starts to pick back up and the airlines start hiring, there's still going to be a demand for people to fill those seats. Okay. So you are a CFI. Keith is a CFI. Being an You're ins- not even a pilot. Yeah. Well, I know, but at least I know if there's any shutdown, I can still get my flight instruction done because That's you guys are correct. essential workers and have to be there on the front line. Now, uh, Keith, you never stopped working. 
during any of this COVID stuff. Is that right? The Correct. flight school? So, I mean, did yeah. you just so, operate that way regardless or what? Well, the way it read before was businesses operated at an airport are essential. Uh-huh. Flight okay. schools obviously are at an airport. So um, that's where kind of the gray matter came into place because mm-hmm. we're at an airport. And so we operated that way. And um, some people took offense to that, uh, as they have in a lot of areas with this right. virus. So thing. You're not but, essential. Uh, Come on. Yeah. So right. Homeland Security, after a lot of lobbying with them, has come out and actually made it official and specifically stating it. They clarified the situation. Okay, there we go. All right, uh, more coming up on Just Plain Radio. I always thought you were essential. Only for my credit card. Correct. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. What's rattling back there? Uh, well, I don't, I don't know what this thing is. My controls. Roger that. Does that tow bar come loose? Well, I don't know. Is, is this, is this the tow bar? Yeah, that's it. Oh, oops, sorry, oh, bag. Sorry, sorry, no, sorry. I got it. Sorry, I got it. Uh, peanut brittle. Could this day get any better? Oh, oh, God. No! Get the tow bar oh, out. Oh, no, it's stuck between the seats. I, I got it. Oh, oh, oh. Stay with us, Gus. Oh my God, those cheekbones. You look like JFK Jr. Oh, he looks like JFK Jr. I don't know what I'm doing. We'll put it on autopilot. Put it on autopilot. There is no autopilot. This is a lawnmower with wings. Well, you fly remote control planes. Do what you do there. I crash them. That's why I buy all the time. Oh, I was wrong. I don't want to die this way. Oh, I'll settle for a nice boring death at ground level. Well, technically, we will be dying at ground level. Uh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, we're good. All right, just so you know, I completely kept my cool through that whole thing. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me along with Captain Keith and Dennis. Rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest aviation news and information. All right, so um, I don't know. Have you been flying commercial at all, have you, have you taken that plunge? Or have you been fortunate enough to fly private with your own aircraft or a pilot-loving friend or owner and had that uh, flexibility? If you've had to fly commercially, um, it, it, it obviously is an adventure right now because you don't know what you're going to experience. But uh, ironically, Dennis flew down to Florida last week, and I we didn't even talk about this before. Uh, I was thinking you were going to fly your Mooney down to that air park, but you didn't. You actually flew commercial just for what, for expediency or what, Dennis? Well, both from a cost and from a time standpoint, uh, you know, for me to fly the airplane down, you're looking at, you know, just under 20 hours of flight time. And at 10 gallons an hour, that, that adds up to a, you know, a decent number. And it right. was actually more cost effective to just buy a ticket on Delta and, you know, be They're down They're giving there them and, away these days. <laughs> not quite, but it's certainly okay. not bad. Yeah, there's definitely some cheap flights available uh, to and from Florida right now. Uh, I'm actually flying over 
Labor Day weekend, and I, I'm going to take the take the plunge, so to speak. Well, that's probably not the best way to describe it. Ho- hopefully, uh, it won't happen. But uh, but no, I'm flying commercial uh, over Labor Day week, and so I'll have a, a firsthand report. But what you encountered was good, bad, indifferent, or what? I would say it was good overall. Uh, Delta has really committed to, you know, cleaning the cabin and all that kind of stuff, but they've also blocked out their center aisles uh, through the end of the year. So there's definitely ample room to spread out in the plane and not be, you know, elbows to elbows. Yeah. So that's nice. But uh, some of the amenities that we've been used to over the years, uh, that's really been cut way back. You know, the, the trolley doesn't come down the aisle handing out, you know, your can of Coke and ice and things like that and choice of snacks. It's, Here's a Ziploc bag with a small bottle of water and a bag of Cheez-Its. That's that's it. Really? One, They're just going around and, and handing those out to everybody? Yep. Everybody gets one, whether you're in first class, comfort plus. Well, maybe first class might have got something better. I didn't see, but, you know, they have the, the curtain pulled, so mm-hmm. who knows? Yeah. They don't want they don't want anybody in, in coach to see that they're getting the exact same thing. Right. Of course not. Uh, but I did find it very interesting is that after they came by with, you know, the little snack bag, uh, they come by asking if we wanted to buy white wine, red wine, or beer. It's not even 10 o'clock in the morning. So for you day drinkers out there, this is perfect because they're still not uh, going to cut out selling the alcohol and making that extra money on the flight, but you're not going to get a can of Coke. Well, they know you have nothing to do. Uh, and it was like, hey, let's get them liquored up if they want. It doesn't matter what time it is. <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere. Come on. Well, maybe it's just taking that sanitizer internally, right? Okay. Yeah, that's a way to disinfect your insides. Okay. If you're right. a kid. Yeah. Okay, if you say so. I don't know. Well, that's, that's what they're doing today. That's the new rage these days. What do you mean? Kid, kids are drinking hand sanitizer because it's, it's got so much alcohol in it. Oh, my gosh. Don't start this rumor and innuendo, Keith. What's the matter with you? We're going to have to teach them how to you know, do things like rum. Yeah, exactly. It's far better. And and probably cheaper, actually. <laughs> yeah, but they can't buy it. They can buy hand sanitizer. Well, okay. And people think they're doing the right thing. All right. If you say, I, you know what? Uh, they're not. We'll leave it at that. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. It, it's an adventure. And once again, I guess it just depends on where you're flying to and from and also what airline you're flying. And you were talking about Delta. And uh, I'm going to be flying one of the budget carriers uh, during Labor Day week. It'll be very interesting to see how it compares. I mean, I was like, how much more could they Would cut? Would you do, pay for this ticket on your own? Uh, I did. So, you know, it was like dirt cheap. And uh, I figured, yeah, well. Because uh, any other time you fly, you use my credit card. Right. You never fly. Budget. Well, I know. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm smart. I'm a genius, of course. So, uh, you know, I, but I'm going to take care of that. I were going to take one. I'm going to, I'm going to take one for the team and, and report back accordingly, but I'm hoping it'll go, you know, fine and smoothly and we will wait and see. I'd I'd much prefer to fly private and, uh, you know, have Keith just fly me up there on one of his many aircrafts, but, uh, he has his limits. He'll let me, he'll let me borrow his credit card, but he won't fly me, uh, where I want to go all the time. I mean, have you even been because flying? Because I know better than yeah. I know better than to put you in an airplane. Why? What, what, what is the problem? We can't talk about that on the radio. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's a whole nother show. All right, but uh, regardless, have you been flying commercial at all, or you've been just uh, 
too busy teaching and chartering flights and stuff yourself, Keith. No, I actually have flown commercial a few times. Yeah. Uh, not on Delta. Yeah. Uh, on, a, on another carrier. And your and, experience uh, has been what? Uh, middle seats are open. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's basically the same kind of snack service that you get. Um, and yeah, you got to wear a mask all the time and all that kind of crap. Right. But so, other than that, not but, much uh, difference. But I do, no. Uh, yeah. But I do. Uh, there was, uh, one of my business partners, uh, he flew just recently and, uh, he flew on American and every single seat on the airplane was packed full. Mm-hmm. Well, they got to make their money. Yeah. This whole so, thing about open seats and, and, uh, being spaced out. I mean, that sounds great, but I, I have a feeling that that is, uh, just depends on the flight you take. Uh, the carrier you take, and, and as soon as the floodgates open and they kind of take away some of the restrictions, those days are gone. So I'm not counting on that. And the flight that I have over Labor Day week, uh, I, I'm anticipating a uh, full flight, especially considering how um, how cheap it was. So, you know, you got to take that for what it's worth. You know, if you think you're going to fly on one of the commercial carriers and like, oh, yeah, now they got uh, empty seats, empty rows, empty, you know, it'll, we'll be able to stretch out. I, I don't think you can count on that. Would you agree, Dennis? What do you think? Yeah, with the budget carries, it's really up in the air. Right. Um, one of the unexpected surprises for me, the whole process, though, was uh, the boarding and deplaning of the aircraft. Yeah. Delta is loading from the back to the front so that you're not having to crawl over people as you get in there. So the last 10 rows first and, you know, just keep working it back up. And uh, as you're getting off the plane, the flight attendants are literally staying in the aisles to stop you from getting up out of your seat until the row ahead is completely emptied out. So there's not that mad crush for the exit where everybody tries to stand up, even though the door's not even open yet, you're not going to get out any faster. Interesting. So it, it did make it actually much more enjoyable getting on and off the plane. Okay. Well, uh, there you go. Delta's done that for, for a long time. Uh, they started that probably 15 years ago where they started loading airplanes from the back. Just trying to figure out ways to get the airplanes boarded faster. Mm-hmm. They're trying to compete with Southwest, who turns an airplane so fast, and so that's why they tried boarding from the back first. Uh, but what they would do is they would board first class first, and then they would board in the back of the airplane forward. Right. And, and then they gave up on that for a while, and now they've gone back to it again because of this virus. Okay. Well, that makes sense. I don't know. Uh, that can be a good thing and a bad thing. If you have a carry on, I, that kind of annoys me a little bit because I usually get a seat there at the very front of the, the plane and, uh, get priority boarding so I can get on the plane first and have my overhead bin to throw my carry on, you know, with no yeah, problem. Not with not with, with the middle row empty, not. you don't have a problem. Well, may, well, uh, uh, assuming you're flying Delta. Or right. they're still offering that option. But if you're the last person to get on the plane now because of the order of the aircraft, now you're like, now what? Oh, man, all the bins are, oh, and I hate that. You know what I but mean? But on the cheap carriers, Greg, aren't you having to pay for that overhead space anyway? So aren't they guaranteeing you one because you've reserved your, you know, your overhead bin and had to pay extra for it? Well, you pay for, uh, yeah, you pay no, extra for it. No, you're not guaranteed. You're not guaranteed it. No. No. Uh, only if you get up there and you're the first person to fill that uh, thing up. God knows I usually am, but if they're loading from the back of the plane and I'm at the front and it's out and I've paid for it, I'm out of luck. There'll be something to gripe about. Let's be honest. (laughs) Just what you do, right? That's why we want to fly private. More coming up on Just Plane Radio. 
Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to JustPlaneRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. For nearly 75 years, the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association has been a beacon for those who cherish the freedom to fly. AOPA protects your rights as a pilot by fighting airspace restrictions, fuel taxes, user fees, airport closings, and other issues that threaten your ability to take to the sky. AOPA is on the front lines every day to ensure that general aviation and the interests of its members are promoted and safeguarded. Learn more about how you can become a member at AOPA.org. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot, and flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. With Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Hey, I'm Scott Fitzgerald. You probably don't recognize me because I'm in corporate. So am I. This is corporate. <laughs> Little too much so, if you ask me. <laughs> I, I try to have fun, right? I mean, you know, but we're, not, we're not landing planes here. Our company manufactures aircraft landing gear systems. Yep. Uh-huh. Well, I am going to fly us over a few more drinks. <laughs> This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, along with uh, Captain Dennis and Keith rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest aviation news and information. All right, so um, the drones are one thing, but I, and I don't know if this story kind of falls under that ca- category because it's it's actually real regular aircraft that are just being operated by computers. Is that right, Dennis? Well, it's actually not even operated by computers. This is like taking the radio-controlled airplane you played with as a kid yeah. and taking it up to full scale. A company called X-Wing has been pioneering some autonomous flight stuff, but they, what they've done is paired it with a remote pilot. So just like the military has been doing for years with like their Predator drones and things right. like that, mm-hmm. they've got a box with you know screens and projectors and they're remotely flying this caravan. 
And the idea is they want to be able to do remote cargo delivery operations so they can fly a full-size airplane. They don't have to worry about battery limitations like a lot of these uh, drones that they're, you know, basically scaled up quadcopters. This is a proven technology that we're just adding remote flight capability. Okay. So, I mean, they obviously have a computer on board the aircraft, right? And yeah, that's how it's They flying? have all that. And so it has the ability to fly itself, but then it's also steered from the ground and you can look out the windows. They've got the cameras to be able to give you the full you know, view, just like you would for a pilot. Mm-hmm. And obviously the testing they're doing right now, there is a man in the seat, but he's not touching the controls. Okay. Yeah, this has been going on. I, I just saw this 60 Minutes report where they're doing this with uh, long haul trucking. And they got these big trucks that are doing the same thing and driving themselves. But yeah, there's a driver usually in the truck with them now. And that's how they're operating these uh, aircraft at the moment. But eventually they want to eliminate that person too, right? Right. And the whole idea is that they can just, you know, launch these things off and then they'll have just a pilot monitoring that may be monitoring multiple aircraft and only intervening if necessary. And they can just have these, you know, caravans flying and they don't have to worry about having a pilot in the seat if it's, you know, flying into uh, areas where there isn't a lot of infrastructure. They can just send the airplane out, drop the cargo, come back. You don't have to worry about the pilot or anything like that. And it keeps their costs down because one guy can be flying five airplanes at a time. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Keith, what do you think? Good thing, bad thing, scary thing? All of the above? Well, I, <laughs> I, well, I think in some ways, yes, it is because... Uh, and it's kind of scary because uh, when is the unemployment going to run out? Right. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of interesting. You know, we talked about this when we were kids, but you never thought we'd see it. And it's got a long ways to go yet, but it's coming quick. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, it sounds interesting, you know, from an efficiency standpoint. I mean, it could help bring prices down on things, deliveries and stuff like that, I guess. But on the other side of the coin, it it is kind of scary to think that we'd have aircraft flying around there by, you know, with no pilot at all. I mean, it's another thing. I mean, we know it's coming. It's going to happen with the commercial carriers where we don't have a pilot in in those uh, as well. But that those are that's years away. This is actually happening now. Right, Dennis? Right. And, you know, you could see the application for something like this with like FedEx where, you know, it's just letters and packages as opposed to people. There's probably less opposition to throwing your, your uh, overnight letter on an unmanned uh, airplane than it would be for you or I to get in the back of a plane and know that auto is up front driving. Right. Well, if you were uh, willing to take the risk, would you mail yourself on a drone driven plane? <laughs> I don't know. Some days you wonder with the airlines and the amenities if it's any worse, right? Exactly. I guess. Uh, anyway, so uh, beware. If you see, a, it's a Cessna, you're saying. They're flying these Grand Caravans. That's what they're Correct. testing right now. So if yep. you happen to see one up there when you're flying around, uh, you know, in your own private aircraft and yeah, you're, you you want to ask them a question about traffic, you know, they may not be there. <laughs> And maybe they'll have to put a sticker, you know, like on cars, it says student driver. Uh-huh. Maybe they'll have to put something like no pilot on the sides, right. you know. Yeah. What if one of these things go haywire? What is the, uh, you know, what, what's the military going to do when they have to go up and like take a plane? Like, hey, there's nobody in the, there's nobody in the uh, aircraft. What the well, heck? Good news. The Air Force has been testing that this week as well. Uh, they just what, recently... how to react to a ghost plane? What do you mean? No, but how to let the computers uh, fight 
combat fighters. They just uh, did some testing of an AI uh, computer program, put it up against the, the one of the better F-16 pilots. Uh, you want to guess who won that dogfight? The computer. Yeah, I think uh, Skynet's getting here sooner than we expected. Yeah, it is scary. But, they, were, you know, I go back to that 60 Minutes report on the uh, Long Haul Truckers. They were saying that the uh, odds of the computer making an error are 20 times less than a human, which is like, what? Really? Well, uh, we touched on this a few weeks ago. The NASA administrator publicly came out and said the same thing, that he said future flight with computers driving instead of pilots will actually be safer because the visibility, the how much they can monitor and have full 360-degree sensors around the airplane, mm-hmm. they can the computer can process all that input. You and I, we've got a very narrow field of focus. You know, we're task saturated with looking out the window or checking the gauges. We don't see what's happening off to the right. Yeah. And the computers can be doing all of that. Okay. I I think more times, you know, what, you know, my personal situation on getting my private pilot certificate, uh, this solves the issue. All I got to do is get in the cockpit with one of these, uh, computer flyable aircraft and, uh, just let it, you know, program it. So it makes, makes me feel like I'm flying the aircraft, but I'm really not. We'll just you know put one I mean? of those little steering wheels, like from the kids' play gyms. Right, exactly. Yeah. All the controls. Make sure we got the little rubber horn in the middle. Beep, beep. That I touch, don't do a damn thing. And everybody's happy. I think I'm a pilot. And uh, all is good with the world. <laughs> all right. Well, on that disturbing note, we'll wrap it up. Till next time, remember, there is no better high than learning than to fly. Learning to fly. Just Plane Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plane Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plane Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. <laughs> Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com.